Welcome to Inside Out Health, Fitness, and Nutrition, episode number five. My name is April Van Lee, and I am your host. And this podcast is for women that are tired of fitness being sold as a mean to completeness. In my community, I will lead you in health spiritually, in Jesus Christ, emotionally, and bringing in good stewardship with fitness and nutrition. I am an ISSA certified elite trainer with specializations in nutrition, exercise therapy, group exercise, and personal training and bodybuilding. I have lived a life that has been really bound by food addictions, um, just all kind of bad relationships with food, and I have been able to overcome that. So I want to help you learn how to break free of what holds you captive and unhealthy. I want to teach you how to use nutrition to heal your body, how to use fitness as a means of strength and health and future vitality instead of a means of just coping and trying to be better and better and better for what culture says. Um, So I have been overweight, I have been underactive, and now in my 40s, I am living a thriving, joyful, fit, and healthy life. I want you to come join me in my community and allow me to hold your hand, teaching you, holding you accountable in these areas of your life to bring full circle health. Now, let's get started. So, I want to talk to you today about macros and meal prepping again and bring another light in. I want to start with Romans 12.2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will. That's from the English Standard Version. And the reason I choose this verse today is because fitness and nutrition overall has become very sexualized. It's all about looks. It's all about presenting our bodies um, nearly completely unclothed, I guess, to show off um, what has happened. But I want to present to you another way of thinking. I want to present to you a way of thinking of your future, your health, your vitality as you move through life, choosing your heart. So we are going to talk about the excuses I hear right now of why it's so hard to take care of our health. And then I want to ask you, If you really think that a few weeks of learning something new to make a new lifestyle, not a diet, is really hard compared to what could happen in later years of life. So some of the responses I get to learning what you are consuming by using macro counting, um, some of these are, I don't understand. I don't understand macros. I don't have time to meal prep. So right now, I want you to pause me. Okay, I want you to put me on pause. I want you to go to settings in your phone. And I want you to look at the screen time in your settings. And then come back to me. Okay, if you paused and you went to screen time, how much time did you see that you spend on social media? How much time do you sit Netflix binging? How much time do you spend just aimlessly... um, watching random, I don't know, videos and whatnot, which I guess that can fall into social media. So tell me what that time was. It probably was blowing your mind and making you think, oh, I just lost a lot of time in my day, right? So let me just back up. 
Is scrolling through social media mindlessly benefiting you? A lot of times it, a lot of people find themselves kind of actually filled with anxiety or anger or frustration. Or maybe you have the, oh, I'm just not as good as them. Look what they're doing. They're way ahead of me. First, I want to tell you their journey is not your journey. Everything painted on social media is good. I certainly don't post the times that I'm fussing at my kid on social media. You don't see pictures of that, right? So first off, I want you to give yourself some grace. But if you are going to watch Netflix at night and just kind of relax, um, are you someone who likes to play games on your phone? Let me give you another game to play. Open up my fitness pal. And I want you to start meal planning, okay? And when I prescribe someone macros, that means, if you're kind of like, what the heck are macros? That means I tell you or someone tells you um, how much protein you need a day, how many carbs you need a day, and how much fat you need a day to reach your ultimate health, your goals, whether that be weight loss, maintaining and just growing stronger, getting um, maybe some numbers in your body under control such as cholesterol or blood pressure, um, regulating hormones, um, what about your blood sugar, you know, getting that under control. So there are many things that come into play with our nutrition and why we might choose macro counting because macro counting is not just shooting for a number of calories just to drop weight. Macro counting is making sure your body has full spectrum health. Okay, I mentioned previous in a previous episode, we can shoot for 2,100 calories a day or 1,500 calories a day. Whatever your goal is to lose weight or to build you know, more weight. But when we lose weight without eating the proper nutrients, what happens is we lose water weight. We do maybe lose some fat, but we also are going to lose muscle if we are not fueling it. We are going to lose size in our organs, guys. They even get smaller. So everything we're losing is not fat. And then what is also happening is we are losing the muscle we need to maintain health as we age. Also, as we are strength training along with taking care of our nutrition, as I mentioned before, we are also helping to build up bone density so that our bones are not becoming brittle and going to break on us, okay, or be as likely to, not have um, as much likelihood for things like osteoporosis, okay? So if you said yes, that your screen time is pretty big, then um, let me backtrack a minute. I said if you're just kind of sitting around relaxing, um, I went on another one of my rabbit trails, but open up my fitness pal and let's start putting in some meals you think that you would like and just plan out a whole day of meals, your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, and a snack or two. And then what you can learn to do, it takes time and this is where coaching comes in and I can really draw it out for you on a specific basic basis when I know what your needs are, when I know what you like to do and what your numbers are, but I can tell you what your numbers are. And then it's kind of like playing a game of Tetris in my fitness pal. You just move numbers around or eat. Let's say you're having chicken for lunch and maybe trout for dinner and maybe um, some eggs or egg whites for breakfast. Maybe there's a protein shake in there somewhere. All that it means to learn how to fit your protein numbers in there 
is kind of like playing Tetris or just using some simple math, addition and subtraction, and just adding and subtracting like, okay, maybe I put too much trout in for dinner, so let me just subtract an ounce or two. Or maybe it wasn't enough, so maybe we could put in a little bit more chicken at lunch, okay? So it's really, really simple. Um, it may not make sense listening to me just spout these things off in a podcast, but guys, I can make it simple for you. Most people within two or three weeks really start to get the hang of it. And what the beauty of macros is, you're not going to just lose, like I spoke of, you're not going to lose muscle mass um, if we're doing it correctly for you. Um, you're not going to lose weight by your organs shrinking because that's not actually losing fat, right? So let's clarify losing weight. There's fat loss and then there's overall weight loss. And a lot of times we see that number go down on the scale and we get super, super excited. Like, whoo, the number went down on the scale. But where's the fat loss in there? Did you lose organ size? Did you lose a lot of water weight? Did your muscle mass decrease? If so, are you really losing fat? Because you may lose fat, but if you're taking care of your muscle and or gaining, maintaining and or gaining muscle, which is a good thing for your overall health, then if you're not, let's see, what did I just say? If you're gaining muscle and losing fat, that's good, but you may still weigh the same. You might even gain some weight, but you would have lost fat. And muscle and fat, five pounds of fat and five pounds of muscle is five pounds, but five pounds of muscle takes up a lot less room than five pounds of fat. Five pounds of muscle promotes good health and longevity and um, vitality, whereas five pounds of fat is good for clogging your arteries and um, all the other health issues I named in the beginning of this. It's good for making you feel lethargic. It's good for just no energy. It's good for just need to go home and just plop down for the whole rest of the evening when you've been at work instead of enjoying your time with your family or getting out and being active and healthy or playing with your kids or grandkids um, or being able to clean the house or, you know, you name it. So losing weight is not necessarily good, okay? We want to control our health by controlling the amount of fat in our body. And that's where counting macronutrients instead of counting calories comes in. Calories, if it's not balanced right, you're not going to be able to sustain, maintain, or grow muscle. Okay, so that's one of the goals and reasons for macro counting. Meal prepping, you're going to cook anyway a lot of times. Some people eat out all the time. Um, you can count macros eating out all the time, but I want to teach you over time how to save money. I talked about this in the previous episode, and I will be redundant in some of these things simply because I want to drill these things in. As Romans 12, 2 said, renewing your mind. I do not at all want to take scripture out of context because this is definitely talking, Romans 12, 2 is definitely talking about our relationship with Christ. But we can draw an analogy to, not taking scripture out of context, but we can draw an analogy to renewing our mind in how we live out other aspects of our life. Because if we're healthy, are we not then able to do the things God has called us to or has on our path for our life, right? If we're healthier, we're more able to do these things. So now I want you to think about the future. 
and the information you just learned and heard me talk about. So meal prepping, I didn't touch on that a whole lot yet, but tell me what takes more time and which is harder. Is it harder to enjoy a life that brings vitality, health, and good stewardship of what God has entrusted to you? We tend to say we can't live without, insert your food, your drink of choice, your binging on a certain show of Netflix all night long. That is a mindset and a choice. Saying that you can't live without something is a mindset and a choice. Saying that you cannot meal prep, saying I don't want to count macros, I can't meal prep, it's too hard, that is because you are already choosing your mindset and you're choosing that it's too hard, you're choosing that you don't want to do that, okay? Those are preferences. They're not things that actually are too hard or can't be done. They are preferences. So I'm giving you some tough love here. They are preferences, but we often have preferences in lots of areas that are very unhealthy. And then when we really look at, you know, when we see other people making unhealthy choices or maybe unhealthy choices we're making that aren't related to our food that brings us comfort in the moment, then we see how we reap the consequences of those. If we speed, what happens? We may have a consequence of a very high ticket and court cost. If we drink too much or use illegal drugs, we might possibly have um, a DUI, lose our driver's license. We might hurt someone or kill someone. We might lose family over our actions. We might have an extreme debt because of this, okay? Or just lose our home, lose anything. Drug and alcohol use can lead to all of that. Porn addictions, what do they do to marriages? They have negative consequences, right? Or even just to young children when their brains are trying to develop and they're, you know, nothing is ever going to be satisfactory for them or normal in life if this is not under control, right? We see the negative consequences of that. So food can be pure poison, guys. Food is, our food is not meant to be a control item for us. It's not meant to be an addiction. Um, it, there's nothing wrong with enjoying our favorites. I still eat York peppermint patties every day of my life, but I eat like the little 50 calorie ones and I make sure they fit within my macros and I make sure they don't control me. When I started allowing myself to have that every day, my need for binging became less and less and less. And when I was filling my, when I began filling my body and over time allowing my metabolism to heal and I started to feel full and satisfied and knowing that I'm not restricted anymore, I didn't feel the need to binge. I learned to be able to enjoy things and look forward to things knowing that I'm not restricted. But I also then found out that these massive amounts of foods did not control me or just eating pure sugar and avoiding other foods all day just so I can have that. Or, you know, you name your thing. Maybe it's potato chips for you. Okay, whatever the case may be. But I want to be here to show you that you can enjoy your favorites without them controlling you. Pause this episode again real quick. After I say this, sorry. Pause the episode after I say this. Think out loud. Will I allow food to control me? Or do I allow food to control me? Pause. 
if you were saying yes in any of that, I allow the choice to not move my body to control me because of, feel, because of a feeling that says, I just want to be comfortable in this moment. I allow food to control me because I want the food to comfort me in that moment. Kind of taking the place of some of the things we talked about above. I mean, before about drinking, drugs, porn, um, the thing, you know, binging on Netflix, the things that we do to kind of numb us. Sometimes we do that with food. Sometimes we don't move our body and use fitness because we just want to be comfortable in the moment. It has nothing to do whatsoever with the end result goals that we want. We just want comfort. So if you're saying yes, I make these choices to just sit here instead of taking care of my body. I make these choices to just go through the drive through and eat fast food or eat out of the vending machine. What do those choices look like now and what do they look like in your future? You probably are at a loss of energy right now, more lethargic. Um, your health, you might see issues in your health, but you ignore them. But what that, what is that going to look like in the future, in two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you believe that you're taking care of what God has entrusted to you? That's a tough question. Do you believe you're taking care of what God has entrusted to you? I believe fitness that can really have a bad rep in the Christian community. And much of that is due to how it has been sexualized. I want to present it to you as just as much a responsibility as taking care of your time, your money, your job, your family. And I want to stop right there and you say, my family, you say, like fitness and my family, I have to take care of my family. You do. And you say, I can't put my fam myself, fitness and nutrition and meal prepping above my family. I'm not asking you to or even insinuating that you should. But I'm going to paint a picture of what that looks like in the future. Okay? I've already said it here before. Like I said, I'm going to be redundant because it takes many, many, many times of hearing things to start renewing our minds. You are taking care of your family and their future with and for you when you take care of you right now. You save your family more. And so you might say, April, why in the world are macros the way to go to do this? And I'm glad you're asking, okay? Like I can just hear you through this podcast. Macros seem large and unattainable simply because we make it larger than it is. Okay? It's not as big as we make it. It's simply taking the food that you already eat and logging it in MyFitnessPal or something of that nature to see if, for example, okay, I had 40 grams of oatmeal for breakfast. So I simply know how many carbs, fats, and proteins are in that serving because MyFitnessPal breaks it down for me. I don't even have to. And it tells me just because I typed in old-fashioned oats for breakfast. Then... It tells me, let's see, I'm so sorry. Then let's say I tell you that you could have 221 grams of carbs in a day. So I simply subtract the 27 grams of carbs that are in that serving of oatmeal from the total of 221 hypothetical grams of carbs that I have a day for you and see what's left. Then I'm going to look at the fat. My fitness pal automatically tells me that there were three grams of fat in that bowl of 
um, oatmeal and that there were five grams of protein. So you would just automatically know that we subtract that from whatever was given for your proteins and your fats. If this is the first time you're overhearing this, you'll probably think, think that I'm speaking Greek to you right now. If you've dealt with macros a little bit or been in my coaching a little bit, this might start to help it make sense. Because um, guys, it's really not hard. We just make it hard because it seems big because we're not used to breaking things down like this. But the reason we do is this is because when we know what's going in our bodies, we can really take control of our health. I mean, when we take our medications, we know what we're taking, right? And we plan those out. And we put them in the little pill counter things, right? Or some such way of organizing our medicines. What if we could control our health or make it better by using food, by planning our food out, by putting our food in little containers to have ready for us to pull out and eat, to pull out on the go, to pull out to take to lunch. By the way, it would slash your spend, spending on um, unhealthy food at the drive-thrus and at, you know, wherever it is that you go and grab your food. Okay, so it's um, just those simple ways of doing things. It's discipline and time and effort in learning macro counting. It is. It, but it only usually takes just a few weeks to really start getting the hang of it. So it's like any new thing that you learn. A few weeks and you're really starting to get it and starting to get comfortable. It's just like anything beneficial we do. I mean, you go to work, right? You have to learn a new job. At first it might seem a little scary and a little bit like, oh, can I do this? Or when you start like... You know, you go to college or start a master's degree or start your trade school or a new hobby, okay? I mean, starting a podcast is scary for heaven's sakes, but when you start to do it, it just starts to flow. Why not just know how many calories I eat, April? We talked about this in the beginning, so maybe you're asking me this again. I just, it's really ridiculous, April, all this macro counting because you, again, you lack the important nutrients. And you might have one of the big things that we as Americans do is we have loads and loads of saturated fat that clog our arteries. And a lot of people really struggle to get in protein. A lot of women really struggle to get in protein. It's really lacking in their bodies, which, like we talked about, um, supports our muscular system which supports our bone health, which supports all the other things we've mentioned a few times over these podcasts already in the first few episodes. Um, some of us are addicted, addicted to simple carbs. That would have been me and just mindlessly eating. I mean, guys, it would have been nothing for me just to throw down. I did throw down. Like I could tell you horror stories of when I would sit nursing my second child, my sweet little girl, it would be nothing for me to eat an entire bag of peanut M&M's, peanut butter M&M's every single day, every day. I mean, like just mindlessly. So there's tons of saturated fat, tons of sugar, tons of chemicals going in my body there. But if I know what I'm eating, if I'm getting enough protein and if I'm getting carbs, but good carbs and still allowing myself some treats, if I'm getting good fats and not saturated fats that are going to clog my arteries leading to heart attacks and strokes and dementia, then guess what? I'm setting my body up for a lifestyle of vitality. I'm bringing healing to my body. 
I'm balancing my hormones. Ladies, when you hit up in your middle age years, balancing those hormones is a beautiful thing. And you can do that with nutrition. I'm not saying that you'll never need other help, but you can do a lot with your nutrition if you would just be willing to do it and do the work. I mean, I've had some people just literally just not even want to wrap their head around it or make every excuse in the book, even when their doctor told them that what I was teaching them was the right way to go. So when a doctor tells you that it's the right way to go, guys, it's something to really think about, okay? Um, it also makes your metabolism become efficient. You can be a fat-burning machine. Your body can learn to just have a very healthy weight. You're going to find that you have energy, you have strength, you have clarity, mental clarity. Um, you'll find it so easy to grab your healthy food out of the fridge and just go. Like it's even faster than going through a drive through or waiting in a line for, for bad food, guys. Saving more money. I'm going to throw that one out there again. All this comes just from meal prepping. And I can help you. I have videos in my private Facebook private Facebook group for my clients that just give lots of hints and ideas of how easy it is to throw so many things in at once in different ways. I have different recipes that I just make little examples of. And guys, it can be so easy. One of my favorite things to do, you hear me mention, mention trout a lot. I'm a little addicted to trout right now. But throw some trout in the oven, throw some veggies all around it, or throw some veggies on top of the stove, pop some sweet potatoes in a crock pot. Guys, sweet potatoes in a crock pot wrapped in aluminum foil, the easiest thing in the world, and they taste like candy when they come out. Oh my goodness. It takes less time. All this stuff is cooking at one time, and you can cook it, you know, like you can cook a lot of chicken breast at one time. And they're going to go for days for you. And you can use them in different ways, in salads, with veggies, with, you know, on top of some whole grain pasta or rice. Or, I mean, there's like endless ways to use it, guys. Um, spend, it helps you to just save time, save money. We've talked about that. You're not clogging your arteries if you're doing it with good foods. And I help you with that as well. So you're taking the stress off of your heart, off of your joints from excess weight. You are losing the lack of energy and gaining energy because you're putting the right nutrients in your body that you desperately need to function at an optimal rate. So let's talk about this. Here's another analogy. A vehicle has to have gasoline or diesel depending on what it is, right? You just can't pour a Mountain Dew in to replace gasoline or diesel fuel. So how do we think that we can run smoothly without the correct fuel? You get to determine the words you say. You can say I can't and guess what? It's gonna be that. You're gonna live out what you say or you can say I can and guess what? You keep saying I can and you will. You determine if you say and speak life into yourself or if you speak death over yourself. You determine if you speak life into having the energy to go ahead and push through that workout even when you're exhausted. Push through going ahead and getting the meal prep out of the way once or twice a week and having food all week long. You get to determine. You say, oh, well, my family doesn't eat this way. That's another excuse. My family won't do this with me. So what? You're, you still have to eat. And I can tell you guys, I cannot, I guess since... 
my children are 26, 24, and 15. And I would say back to when they were three or four years old. So that long. Um, let's say for 20 years, 20, 21 years, I have meal prepped and had different meals for my family for that long. And guys, it's just normal. It's not hard. You have to cook anyway. And I make it so simple because I've learned. There were times they would eat healthy with me. There are times they will not. And, you know, when they get older, they get to make their choices. But there have been times that I've influenced them to do so. And any little time they will is a good influence. But you can say, my family just won't do it. It's just another excuse, guys. You speak life or you speak death is one of the two. Okay? So you can say this. You can say it's too hard. It's boring. And guess what? It will be. Or you can change your attitude to an attitude of gratitude like we talked about in our Christmas episode, episode number four. If you have not heard that, I highly recommend every man and woman to listen to episode four because this time of year, that's super important. If you're feeling the least bit down or you have a friend that's down and really struggling, episode four of my podcast, please send that to some people. Just text it to them. Send it in Facebook Messenger, text it to them, whatever it may be. Um, from Podbean or from Apple Podcasts, you can find it. But you can change your attitude and speak with gratitude. And you can speak over yourself until it's your reality. Keep saying things positive, whether it's your reality yet or not, and it will become your reality. I get to eat healthy. I'm so thankful that, wow, I get to meal prep. God has blessed me with food. Some people don't even have. And I get to choose this. He's given me this job or this provision where I get to choose to put health into my body. You can say, well, I'm going to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, and then I'm going to Taco Bell. And then I'm going to Burger King. And then I'm going to Zaxby's. I mean, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm throwing some bad shade here. But guys, you get to choose. And you can make your food just as enjoyable as everything I just named. Okay, um, if you want to deep fry your food or drown it in oils and saturated fats and sugars, then you, I can probably guarantee for the majority of people, you're drowning your future health. I'm very, very passionate about this, not for the secu secularized reasons, did I make up a word, guys, that culture tells us. But we all do feel better when we are healthy. When our body is at its optimal size and weight. And it doesn't need to be. And you know of course we feel better if we look better. I mean I'm not going to pretend that doesn't exist. We do. But guys ultimately I want to make your life better. I want to hold your hand and help you to get to a place that you're stewarding your health. Going back to our beginning scripture. Why would we conform to the poison of the world? When we can choose to live life abundantly. And again, I do not want to take scripture out of context, but I think we can definitely draw an analogy with scripture. Okay? I'm not going to twist it to mean something it doesn't, but I think we can also help see analogies, and I love analogies, and you're going to hear me use them all the time because painting pictures makes things so tangible for me. So, just to recap, I actually just want to pray over you right now. 
I want to take time for you, my listener, to know that I can't see your face right now. I can't see what time you're listening to this podcast. But in my heart, I see someone struggling and I see someone broken. I see someone with health that they want to change. I see people grasping at straws and trying every diet on the face of the earth. And I don't ever want you to diet again. I want you to live an abundant, healthy life with all the goodness God gave you. He gave us all these things and he said they're good for us to eat. He gave us all of them good to eat. So the way I'm going to close out and end this is in a prayer for you. I will ask one favor from you. I want to reach any and everyone with health and nutrition. I want to be able to give this free resource to anyone and everyone who's concerned about their health or has any questions and has dieted and tried all the things and all the workouts and all the the diet fads out there only to find frustration and going right back where they started or worse. Who has food addictions and who won't eat at all. Guys, I've been on both ends of those spectrums with um, food issues, okay? With eating disorders. I get it, guys. I get where you've been because I've struggled so much. I struggle more on the side of the binging, but I've also struggled for a short while under eating severely. So I get it. So I want to ask you, help me reach others. Would you please follow me? If you're on Apple, that would be fabulous. If you could find a way to follow me on Apple. If not, please follow me on Podbean. Podbean does allow you to follow. I think give a heart like and leave comments. That will help the algorithm of the podcast. But if you can do a follow on Apple podcast, a five-star review, and then write a review under the five-star reviews, there'll be just a little purple thing that says write a review. You click it and write. That's going to help this podcast reach other people. And that's what I ask of you. And now the last thing you're going to hear is just me praying over you. And then we'll just go on our way till the next episode. So, Father God, I just thank you so much for each person listening to this, to the sound of my voice. But God, I don't want it just to be April. I want you to speak into their hearts and to show them how you're pursuing them. First and foremost, how you want relationship with each person, how you created them, how you created them for greatness, and you have a life abundant for them. Life is not always promised to be easy. We live in a broken and fallen world, but God is going to be with us through those times and to teach us and guide us. And I just want to thank you for that, Father. I also want to just pray that as these words have been spoken, that these teachings will be taken to heart. And Lord, that they will be something that is not an obsession anymore with diet or an obsession with fitness, but just learning to just steward their life and making it a part of their life for themselves and for their family so that as they grow older, that Lord, that they're healthy and vital to the best of their ability. Life happens and I want to be sensitive to those who are not healthy right now and who are maybe battling cancer or heart issues or um fibromyalgia, or, oh my goodness, the list goes on, Lord. I think of so many of my friends battling things, Lord, um, 
issues in their hips or issues in their back, Lord. But for those of us who can start to make small changes and just make small movements and learn to control our nutrition, it will still make a difference. For those of us who have not reached severe health issues, what we can prevent, Lord. I just pray over these people that they will use wisdom in their lives, that if they need help, they'll reach out to me if they just need prayer. But more than anything, they'll see your love for them and have spiritual help with relationship with Jesus over and above anything. That they'll find community of like-minded people to love on them and help them grow. That they can reach out in a community with me, Lord, to maybe help them find where they are and what can fit them where they are in the state that they live in, the city they live in, Lord. That they don't have to walk this road alone, whichever way it may be, spiritually, physically, emotionally, that they can have support. And that is what I'm here for. And I just thank you, Lord, that you give us technology that we can reach each other this way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.